I'm John Underhill, and this is the Red Special Guitar Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls who are listening to the Red Special Guitar Podcast, today I would like to introduce an artist to the podcast. Now I'm not talking musical artist, I'm talking proper bona fide artist and hopefully you'll have all figured out that the main artist we all think about when we think of Brian May and the Red Special is our very own member of the forum from earlier this year, Sarah Rugg. Welcome to the podcast, Sarah. Oh, that was very nice of you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think it's, it's fair. You, you're very well known to all of us. And oh my goodness. You... Oh, you're making me all flustered now. Thank you. <laughs> Not at all. No, it's um, what an honor to have you on. I, when I reached out, I thought you're going to think, oh, I don't, don't know who this is or what this is about. And you said yes. So thank you. I'd be mad not to say yes. I've been listening since episode one. This podcast <laughs> is uh, awesome. So thank you for having me. So you're the one person that listens to them all. <laughs> oh my god no thank you so sarah um how have you been how how's covid affected you are you you safe and well and 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 all good uh yeah i've been good um it was last year we actually ended up moving in the middle of it all um so that was interesting but you know once we've we've been here for about a year now so we've been settled and it's just given me a lot of time to make art which is a good thing (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, things have been good. I really can't complain. Good, good. And, and did it affect you much? Obviously, you, you, I'm guessing you do a lot of your art on Yeah, home, no, it really so didn't affect me. Home. I don't really have to go anywhere. I stay at my computer anyway. So <laughs> it kind of worked out in my favor, yeah. really, to be stuck at home, because that's what I usually do. <laughs> that's not too bad, then. Yeah, yeah, I really can't complain. No, that's good. So, um, yeah, well, good. Glad to hear it. I'm you post very regularly on Instagram, so I've assumed that you've been well for the last year. Because yeah, I try to post regularly. Sometimes it's more than more than others, but you know, <laughs> I'm there. Yeah, good. So, can you think back? Um, you know, usually I'd go through the chronology of someone. Tell me about you and Queen. Is is it always been a Queen thing, or has been a Brian May thing? And, and can you remember your first? song you listened to or when you first heard them me and queen um well that goes back all the way to like for as long as i can remember like beginning of my childhood um so i i was born in 1993 which maybe some listeners may be like oh my god she's a baby (laughs) (laughs) but you know queen's catalog has already been established at that point so my mom just raised me on all of their music um so it's always been a part of my life growing up and she raised me on a lot of classic rock but there was a you know a specific note on queen a specific emphasis i should say um so you know i really remember growing up loving songs that were really catchy so a lot of freddie songs growing up you know like killer queen and you know good old-fashioned lover boy you know fun songs like that and then you know as i got a bit older you know it's always a presence in your life like on the radio and stuff you always hear it and sing along um but you know it kind of after bohemian rhapsody came out you know i think that really did spark 
a new wave in the queen fandom and i really got swept up in it then that's when i would like officially just be like okay this is a thing and not just a background noise anymore yeah um and then yeah after bohemian rhapsody came out i like dove headfirst into the fandom and then that is <laughs> that slowly turned into oh maybe this isn't just a queen thing maybe hey that guitarist over there he's really cool <laughs> what's his name and yeah it kind of just went off the rails from there <laughs> yeah so it's a rabbit hole to fall down for oh sure. my god is it ever <laughs> so it's it's actually quite um a recent story for you then with behemoth kind of, i mean yeah yeah i mean when, when did that that came out was it 2000 end of 2018 and I know wow. this because I got married on Halloween of 2018, and that right. weekend, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody had like just come out, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I should massive... see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, a couple of life-defining moments there, possibly. Yeah, that was a big turning point for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, amazing. So, I mean, yes, yeah, have you been fortunate enough to see Queen? live yet or have you did have you not managed to do that or? i have yes i saw them in vancouver the rhapsody tour um so that was what july 10th i think oh dear i'm terrible with dates but it was the first show of the rhapsody tour in vancouver and yeah. i was like hell or high water i'm gonna go to this show no matter what and you know i forked out the cash to get a really good seat because you know i knew it would be worth it um and a Queen concert, you know, some people are like, oh, it's not Queen with Adam Lambert, but I disagree. I, you know, I'm one of those people. I think it's a phenomenal show. It's, you know, just to see Brian alone, <laughs> I think is well <laughs> worth it. Um, it was incredible. Yeah, that was, so I'm very lucky to have seen that. And I'm hoping to see them a few more times next year. We shall see. Yeah. Fingers crossed. No, I'm, I'm with you on that one. It's definitely... Um... It feels so much more like Queen than it, than I was fortunate enough to see them with Paul Rogers, and I was mm. in that space where I was thinking I'm just anything to see Brian and the Red Special exactly, Live. Exactly, yeah, exactly, and, and that's where I was. I was like, you know, yeah, this is going to be a good show, and it is. But you know, really, just to see Brian just up on stage doing his thing is like, oh my god, I'd do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so we we you um drawing brian at that point or were you still thinking about doing it or this was around 2019 i mean yes i you know i've always kind of been an artist who draws what i'm into you know i draw my fandoms so you know i go through these phases of things with my art and i suppose at that point with queen you know i knew i was in it i was really starting to learn quite a bit and i was starting to hone in on brian at that point um but you know i my production certainly wasn't where it's at now but i was reaching this point where i was like i'm really drawing quite a bit of this arguably niche subject <laughs> um <laughs> so it's like maybe i should consider another medium <laughs> because being a traditional artist and drawing a lot of fan art you know you go through a lot of supplies pretty quickly yeah. um so it was around that point where, yeah, I had done a few pieces, you know, and I was pretty happy with them. And actually at the show, I <laughs> this is so like hopeful of me. But um, 
my uh, my spot at the concert was like right up front of the extended stage. So like right dead center, very front where the stage juts out. Best view of the entire show, hands down. And I had brought little like some prints with me and a letter for Brian thinking like I could toss them on stage or something or pass them to someone for it to get to him. Alas, that did not happen. <laughs> but I had enough art uh, that I, I hoped it would make it to him, but alas, it did not. Have <laughs> you still got that now in the envelope? Or uh, did you, did you no, but I did take a photo of the letter I wrote, uh, and I'm afraid to go back and read it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that dear. Sounds like something you should do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I might die. <laughs> <laughs> it might end with, oh, yeah, you can check me out on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. So at that point, were you on Instagram? You know, were you uh, on Instagram at that point? Or? Yeah. Yeah, I've had an Instagram account for, a, well, not as long as some people. I was a bit late to the game, all things considered. But, um, yeah, for a few years at that point, um, mainly just posting my other artwork. Um, I used to do, like, comic book conventions and things like that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like, I would be buried in artist's alley sort of you know selling my artwork of fan art and things you know whatever the popular marvel movie is and stuff which you know i've always had fun at those conventions but you know my instagram was just kind of it's very random <laughs> you know like it wasn't very specific to any fandom it was just a very like generic you know clearly this person does artist's alley <laughs> Um, so yeah, it was a bit of a, you know, mix. So even if, God, I hope he didn't, but even if Brian saw my page, it wouldn't have made very much sense because there would have been a lot of random artwork on there. Yeah. And I'm guessing that was just things you were, I mean, back, I say back then, it's probably not that long ago, but. Oh, it feels like um, a lifetime ago. <laughs> <laughs> things that you were interested in at that point or were popular at that point, mm -hmm. drawing, and then were you taking photos of them on your phone or with a camera and then posting them up? Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Yeah. And, you know, selling prints and stuff and originals if I could. But yeah, that's exactly what it was, is just, you know, photographing all of my traditional art that I was making. And that's all I did was traditional art, so... Yeah, it was, it was an interesting feat. And I mean, if you scroll back far enough on my Instagram page, if you want to go all the way back to the beginning, if you want to <laughs> scroll past the mountain of Brian, uh, you can actually see some of my old pieces. I've, you know, curated it a bit uh, just to keep it to the good stuff, but there's still some of my old stuff on there. <laughs> I might do that with the podcast episodes one day, get rid of the rubbish ones. No, no. <laughs> curate no not so no I've, I've been looking through your no and asking to talk to you i've been looking through your instagram and well not I, I wouldn't say there's any stuff that i wouldn't be very proud of i mean i can't draw for toffee so um <laughs> any, anything you do is is far beyond the skill of me but um you know, there's nothing on there that i would wouldn't be uh proud to share if i was you your good self no yeah no i'm happy a lot of my old stuff on there that's for sure i mean it's on there for a reason if i really didn't like it i would have like archived all of it but it's funny to me to actually scroll back to the beginning and see all of this, you know, mishmash. I got like some Johnny Depp and I'm like, I got Wonder Woman, Pennywise the Clown. <laughs> like, I got some really it's random stuff, stuff on here. <laughs> and it's then all, all of a stuff. sudden the queen hits. <laughs> yeah. So I'm guessing, like, were you aware that that was happening or was, was that a subconscious choice to, to uh, start drawing Queen and Brian May? 
No, I'm pretty aware of it. Uh, again, it was the supply issue as an artist, you know, you're very aware of, especially when you're vending at Artist Alley and things, you, you have to kind of have a business mindset about what you're making as an artist. And I kind of hate applying that, but, you know, if I'm using up a piece of my board, you know, my illustration board to draw and paint something, I will hope that the prints and hopefully the original will sell. So I do want to kind of keep it topical or keep it related to someone's interests. So if I'm doing something niche or if I'm doing something repetitive, you know, I'm, I'm hoping there's going to be some interest in that um, because otherwise it kind of ends up as a dead piece at a convention, which, you know, I yeah. might be really proud of. And I do have a few pieces like that, which, you know, are made for me, but at a convention, you know, you really do have to have like, okay, but is this actually gonna pique anyone's interest and like bring them into my table? Cause yeah, otherwise you get lots of people walking by and they just don't get it. And so once I, I'm very aware, you know, I was like, I'm really drawing Brian a lot. Like this is very niche, even for me. Like, I know there are queen fans out there, but like, it's getting a bit silly. Um, I was kind of at that point, I had been doing conventions for a few years and I was, you know, kind of falling out of love with it a little bit. Yeah. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna draw for me. I'm just gonna draw what I like. And you know, what I like right now is Brian. So I'm just gonna draw a lot of <laughs> Brian. It, it hasn't stopped. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's it certainly worked for you. That's what I'd say. I, yeah, like he's. Yeah, I'm still drawing a lot of Brian. <laughs> so, did you? You were drawing for the conventions. Did you stop doing those conventions and move to Brian, or did you take some of the Brian artwork to those? Uh, there was a little. Or? There was a little bit of an overlap where I had some Queen pieces at conventions and stuff, and they did okay. You know, better than I thought. I was pleasantly surprised, but you know, not <laughs> not enough to justify how much I do now. You know, unless there's, you know, if I set up a table at, you know, a queen convention or something. <laughs> um, well, you probably do a bit better there, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. I might find my audience there, but um, no, there was a bit of overlap, but um, yeah, no. Well, and, you know, and then COVID hit, right? So then, yeah by to all conventions and then you know we ended up moving that summer so we moved away from the area i was doing conventions anyway so i really haven't had the opportunity to go back or even think about doing another convention yeah i, I guess timing has, has forced you down an alleyway or yeah it path. really yeah that's exactly it yeah but 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 possibly not necessarily a bad thing either <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right <laughs> um so yeah i mean you gotta take these opportunities that you get and chances and you know if if, if um every clown has a silver lining and, and you know you gotta take those opportunities when they come so if yeah exactly you know, it's almost like like you'd pre thought through a massive pandemic yeah, and you're gearing it. up yeah, to work yeah, solely yeah. from home and not focus. need to go to conventions <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's exactly it uh-huh that was my plan all along <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's interesting because one of um one of the fans of the podcast who i know susan ermish gunther um she messaged me to say that she, you drew something or she bought something for her daughter off you um, oh my goodness 
What so a small I was just world. curious, <laughs> curious as to how, whether she picked that up at a convention or whether you'd started selling things online. Uh, or... Well, I do have a website online, uh, sarahrogueartwork.com, just a little plug. <laughs> and, you know, I sell my prints and stuff on there. Um, but, oh my goodness, I, that's so sweet to hear people with my art. I'm really awful yeah, with names, you know, <laughs> so I wish I could be like, oh yeah, I know exactly what she bought. I... But, oh, that's so sweet. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've, I've got a little group of patrons um, that help out the podcast to make sure that it continues to grow and host, host, hosting fees and whatnot. And mm-hmm. so as part of that, you, you get to know as a little perk who I'm t- speaking to next. So I just mentioned yesterday, I'm chatting to you tonight. And she said, oh, my God, <laughs> my daughter's got a print of hers. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so amazing. Oh, so yeah, I have a huge smile hi. on my face right now. That's so sweet. <laughs> well, it's the reach of your artwork. It's, you know, it's it's very good. Very, very good. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> so, I mean, talk to me a little bit more, Sarah, about about Brian and why did you, you know, you had the whole band in front of you. Queen, obviously, is a, something that you've been brought up with and you mentioned a few songs there that are the, the catchy ones why yeah. why not freddie why not roger why not john why did you gravitate towards towards brian you're opening a can of worms here now john uh, well that's what the podcast is for <laughs> this is where i'm going to talk your ear off for the next hour and a half um <laughs> that's fine <laughs> you know I've, i'm trying to think of where to start here um so like my whole life you know i've described myself as a fangirl you know i'll I'll latch on to these um, sort of fixations or obsessions or, or things for me to just like really delve into and just, you know, you know, live in a community, right? So, you know, I've always gone from sort of fandom to fandom. Um, and jumping into Queen, you know, I knew it was going to be like this huge world, like, and still growing and still living and thriving. Um, so it was almost intimidating for me to jump in. And and, you know, once I was in it and once I felt kind of comfortable and I sort of knew my way around, you know, as in like, you know, I knew the albums and was familiar with all of the songs and not just the radio hits and, you know, knew sort of their concerts and stuff like that. Um, it was actually a very conscious decision where I was just like, actually, you know, this really is more than just Queen because I kept finding myself honing in on Brian. And, you know, with the four members, you know, you'll you'll find in the Queen fandom, you know, there's always people will have their favorites for whatever reason. And so for a while, you know, I, you know, messed around with the idea. Okay, I was like, okay, well, what if Freddie's my favorite? And, you know, I live in that space for a bit. What if John? And, you know, what if Roger? But I was like, actually, no, it's really just Brian. And, you know, I was like... (laughs) This is very like fangirl mentality, but I was like, yeah, he's very my type. <laughs> like, I really shouldn't <laughs> deny it. But it it was so quickly more than just like, oh, he's really cute. Like, you know, it's that's very surface level. I was like, this man has, you know, he's lived like five different lives, five different lives in in his lifetime. You know, like world-famous guitarist astrophysicist like 
savior of badgers and animals and you know stereoscopic like enthusiast and archivist and just all of these things i was like wow he's there's cool, so much to delve in here <laughs> he's a pretty cool dude really pretty cool yeah that's a little bit of an understatement but it became a <laughs> conscious decision when um i was actually flying down to the uh uk to visit um a friend of mine in scotland shout out cammy <laughs> she's another queen artist um i was flying out to visit her but i was also gonna get a uh tattoo from one of my favorite artists out there and it was originally going to be freddie because i was like well if you're getting a queen tattoo obviously it has to be freddie right i was like actually no it's gonna be brian and i was talking to my mom she's like really brian and i was like yeah this is a brian thing i'm afraid <laughs> it's gonna be brian <laughs> and that was kind of it once i once i just admitted to myself that that was it well here we are <laughs> fair enough yeah yeah it's, it's interesting and is there anything specific like I mean, clearly I like Brian too, and he's my favorite because of uh, the guitar. So it's a bit of a silly question, really. But um... yeah. hmm. It's so hard to say because I think it's really kind of, it's a combination of everything that equals, you know, why I like him so much or why I've found myself so just forever fascinated by him. Um, I really can't pin down one thing. Um, I think though, not only is there just kind of so much to dive into really, like, if you have any interest, you'll find something in Brian that you'll enjoy, you know, because his, his life is just so vast. But for me, I really think it's just how like honest and open and vulnerable he is. Like he really puts himself out there and makes himself so available to people. And he's just so honest that it's kind of hard not to just be like, wow, like, I can't believe this is, <laughs> this is your life. You've written songs like this. You're just so there and present. And there's just such a gravity to him. You kind of, I don't know, <laughs> you just kind of end up getting like drawn into his world in one way or another. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, you know, as my hyper fixations go, and then I was like, oh, but this guitar. <laughs> <laughs> the red special like what is this this is so cool so how did you find out i mean it's a, a silly question but how did you find out about the red special is it something you knew from early on or was that a bit more once you started to fixate on brian you like what's the guitar he's playing then for the sake of the forth? listeners in the podcast i'd love to say i knew about it before and i'd be like oh yes absolutely i had plenty of guitar knowledge before i didn't i feel like a <laughs> fake fan but no 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 you will come on to that because you're not at all and the podcast is for people who like the guitar and yeah no it really at whatever was. level you Oh, whatever level you're at so yeah <laughs> don't go there just oh. keep... <laughs> yeah no it really was with brian and um yeah like you know once you dive into the history of brian the history of the red special will inevitably come up you'd have to go out of your way to avoid listening to any interview with brian <laughs> and not knowing how he made this guitar with his dad when he was 16 using all of these things from his house you know like it you really have to go out of your way to not know that. He brings it up every interview, I swear to God. <laughs> um, but, you know, Quite and, a few, yeah. 
I, if you told me like, you know, five, 10 years ago that I would know anything about guitars or electric guitars, I'd have thought you were insane. Not because like, I'm not interested in music or anything like that, but just because it felt so beyond my realm of interests almost in any way. I was like, there's no way I would ever learn about, you know, luthiers and, you know, what goes into making a guitar or finding the right tone of a guitar or any of that, you know, the rig rundown and setup. And I, I wouldn't know any of that without Brian. And I still really don't know much, but I know a lot about the Red Special <laughs> because I'm just <laughs> the... so fixated on it. It's so fascinating to me. It's the best guitar to know about. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. A, and it's... I feel bad for my friends. You know, I'm really, I think I'm like the only person who's so like interested in Brian and this guitar. As soon as I launch into anything about, you know, his musicianship or just like, oh, the, the tone in this song or like, oh my God, the way he played this solo, they just kind of go blank. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, we, you don't get it. Like during this one live show, in like 77 he played this solo like this and it was so good <laughs> they're just like uh-huh <laughs> yeah it's a it's a common problem for most of us <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> where uh, our better half and friends know us as the one that likes queen and that's about it really <laughs> yeah, just exactly. frustrated just get exactly. frustrated yeah listening to stories and tales so <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you popped up on the forum um i want to say earlier this year but time yeah. flies so past it, it, i don't think it was in 2021 wasn't it yeah it was a little bit late i feel bad i, I don't usually uh lurk around on facebook and stuff so had i known i definitely would have joined earlier because even my friends were a part of the group and i was like you you guys you're in this facebook group and you didn't tell me <laughs> i got really upset at them they're like uh yeah we thought you knew i was like oh my god look at all of these people building their guitars and talking about the red special and they're like uh-huh <laughs> yeah there's one or two of us <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah it's it's a good place to come if you need to get a fix of um what's being built or uh, some debate on pickup heights or some of the nuances or <laughs> yeah exactly differences. no i was like you oh can... my god these are these are my people and you know even though i don't um you know i, I can't really engage in conversation i think because you know i put up a barrier for myself you know i don't want to sound like a dumbass saying something you know <laughs> totally wrong so i'm just i'm always there like reading these posts and like the comments and stuff and just like being surrounded by these people and in the community i think it's just it's so cozy <laughs> it's so nice there it's pretty um it's one of the most i mean we have our odd flare up every now and again but mm -hmm. for all the different sorts of forums that are out there that talk yeah. about lots of different things it's probably one of the most amicable i mean there's nearly five thousand people in it now and it's one of the oh most amicable God. forums that there is that that i've ever been a part of and it's, yeah it certainly feels like home and there's so much richness in knowledge of exactly yeah exactly how to do things and you know i'm just thinking if you were new to it like you were mm -hmm. when you joined you've got like people like luke holwerder who've got that whole video series of how he built his red special in phoenix in arizona which is so worth watching oh it's about God. 45 minutes if you watch it all through and then you've got people like mark reynolds who actually worked you know built his guitar and worked with greg fryer help 
when he was restoring the guitar originally in 1998, he's on the forum. And then you've got Nigel Knight, who builds Brian's electronics, is on the forum and oh, he pipes up exactly. with answers. Exactly. I got so, a huge smile on my face right now. Like, that's exactly the stuff that I just, I love sort of, you know, um, living in communities like that. Who just, there's so much knowledge to be shared, you know, and I love hanging around people who just know stuff like that, you know, people who are knowledgeable yeah. and, you know, just have these cool stories or experiences or, you know, you, you see their growth either via playing or building their guitar like in real time. And you're like, oh my God, this is so cool. <laughs> it's such yeah. a like thriving community. No, I love it. No, it's, it's, it's great. And you joining was one of the high, highlights for me this ah, year. And it's oh been my a, God. It's been a few, <laughs> there's been a few. One is Merlin, who was in an earlier podcast, watching mm -hmm. his playing come on because he is just amazing now. From yeah, I wish was. I could it's, learn that quickly. My God, <laughs> <laughs> just smokes most players now. And then you joining was one of those moments. I was like, Sarah's come. Yes, this oh is awesome. What God. a great person to have in the forum. <laughs> and then the other one is Ariel joining this year. Oh, Ariel! Oh, I love her so much. Oh my God! Just, just like you, you know, people. I don't know. Where else do you get access to these people where they're, they're in your community talking and actively talking and sharing? It's just mm -hmm. fantastic. No, yeah, such Ariel, a, she's such a techie too, right? So she fits right in. Yeah, she's, um, God, she knows her stuff, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she does. <laughs> <It's a hot laughs> yeah, a lot more than most of us as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you really get talking to her, but yeah. No, it's awesome. Thank you for joining because it's, it's, yeah, it's great. And you, I think you picked a guitar up yourself now, haven't you? And you've started to learn. I have, yeah. Uh, it's been about a year since I've had my guitar. See, I'm left-handed. <laughs> so, you know, I want to have a BMG Ariel and I want to have, you know, a BMG Rhapsody. But, you know, I, I have my little, my left-handed BMG Red Special. and uh, <laughs> I play almost every day by myself so no doubt i'm teaching myself awful habits and i uh i don't think that my progress is very good i i think i need a lot more structure so i'd love to have like you know a proper teacher or you know just lesson format for me to follow because right now i'm just like working through chord shapes and just strumming along to a bunch of different songs um which is better than i could do you know a year ago a year ago yeah. i hardly knew how to hold the thing <laughs> so you know you know i have improved but it's it's slow because i feel like i need a bit of structure but it's better than nothing <laughs> yeah i mean you're not old at all so i don't want to insult you but yeah i'm <laughs> trying to find the right words what i was going to say is it must be like your your artwork is clearly you know exactly what you're doing and you know you especially in the stuff you've been doing in the last 12 months 12 to 18 months where you, you yeah you know, everything you look at of yours is spot on and i'm no, not saying the stuff you. wasn't but you can clearly see you developing no, yeah. your own you, skill i know what you're getting at yeah for sure and i know what you're saying here um so you know i'm i'm trained as a teacher uh graduated university with bachelor of education and so i know as a teacher i'm very um understanding of you know just the process of learning and it sucks to be bad at something and know that you're <laughs> bad at something, right? Like it sucks to start at the beginning when you have excelled 
in something else. So to have been doing art for as long as I have been, which is like what, 14, 15 years, like actually like focusing on it. Um, and then to pick up a guitar and like, you know, fumble through a chord and like um, unintentionally muting strings. I'm like, oh God, I'll never play like Brian May. I'll never play like Brian May, but like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's, it sucks to be bad at something. It sucks to start from the beginning, but I also know that it's a skill that takes time to develop. So every small victory builds onto the next and builds onto the next. So, you know, every chord that I memorize, I'm like, okay, I got it. Next one, you know, and it just builds up from there. Definitely. So it's, it's a process, it's a journey. It can be frustrating, but I think it's very humbling, you know, to, to just try something new. You know, I've played some instruments before, you know, I was in band in grade six through eight, you know, I played the baritone trombone, or not baritone trombone, sorry, baritone tuba, um, you know, and I'm not not musically inclined, but a guitar is very tricky. So it's, you know, it's, it's humbling. <laughs> and since you picked it up, Sarah, have you, have you a new appreciation for Brian's own skill. Oh my God, what he's... yes. <laughs> Holy crap, yeah. I think it was one of my friends who, uh, you know, she's also picked up a few guitars, you know, just when you're in the Brian May world, it's hard not to pick up a guitar at some point. And I think she had remarked like, how, do, how is he so good at this and everything else? Like, how is anyone this good at guitar playing? <laughs> like, you know, it's so impossible starting out to even fathom what Brian does. It, and I'm just like, how the hell <laughs> does he move his fingers that quickly and get the notes he's trying to get without like fumbling or muting? And I mean, you know, Brian messes up, but he just plays. And I can't wait to get to that point where, you know, you're, you're so familiar with something, you can just improvise it and you know you're good. Even if you mess up, you can play your way out of it. That's, you know... He's truly the master of his craft. <laughs> he certainly is. And, you know, it's, um, I mean, talking about him again and reminding myself as not that I need reminding, but talking to you <laughs> about it. And you go back through your own thoughts and processes, but like not only is he amazing at guitar and has done all the things that you've said, but at the age of 16, him and his dad built the guitar that he would go mm -hmm. on to use for the rest of his career. Yeah. And craft a tone and a sound and a style that has never been matched yeah exactly been pretty humble and inspired all of us in all of our different ways to take mm -hmm. up either take yeah. up guitar draw exactly. some art make a podcast and the community that that is now around just the guitar yeah is is massive and has never been bigger and has never been richer and yeah i, I wonder if he he's as aware as i hope he is of the of all of that side of it as well i wonder if he ever stops to think about it well i think yeah it's truly remarkable and i think someone on the forum i could be making this up correct me if i'm wrong i'm going to attribute it to the forum in general but i think someone had said like can you imagine if uh brian had built like a different guitar this entire forum would be dedicated to a very different looking guitar or like you know the the spade that he had designed right imagine yeah. if that was the first guitar and the only guitar <laughs> you know <laughs> Like, imagine <laughs> if that was it. But it just so happened to be the Red Special, 
you know like yeah had they changed one thing or you know the the whole community or you know everything would look so different or sound different it would do. I mean, I often wonder if we'd have, you know, Brian's skill obviously comes through. I think the guitar does force you to play, especially if you play one with an original style thick mm. neck, the, the BMG slightly thinner. But if you play yeah. one with a, the thick neck, it does force you down a path of of how to play. And I, I think that comes across in his playing a little bit. But Yeah, for yeah, sure. Well, I won't... <laughs> I do wonder if whatever he picked up, we'd still be going, oh, Brian May's a, a guitar hero and, and all these wonderful things. But Yeah, well, you know, Brian has always said, like, you know, yeah, the guitar has something to do with it, but, you know, it's it's all in the it's all in the hands, it's all in the fingers, you know. Yeah. He could pick up any guitar, he'll sound like Brian, and any other person yeah. will pick up the Red Special and they'll sound like, you know, how they sound like. So, you know, Definitely. I think, yeah, the guitar only goes so far. Obviously, you know, I'm very grateful it's the Red Special, but... You know, I'm curious. I wonder if it was, if it had been anything else, would it have been as iconic? I know Brian would have been, but would the guitar have been, you know, as notorious? <laughs> yeah, quite possibly not. I, it's one of those, you know, you can debate. That's one of those uh, late night red special yeah. forum meetup at the bar, <laughs> having a chat with your mates, debating the uh, the intricacies of whether or not he'd would still be as famous or the guitar would be if he designed something else or picked up a strat yeah <laughs> yeah well i'll also to remark on you know it is the guitar does kind of dictate playing i'm very grateful that the bmgs have slimmer ne slimmer necks because yeah. <laughs> my hand would not be able to fit around anything else like the baseball bat that he has <laughs> yeah. i'm very grateful they've uh considered players like me <laughs> <laughs> no it's a great guitar for well, it's, uh, you know he came from the red special itself came yep. from not being able to afford one and he's there providing you know affordable guitars of really high quality mm -hmm. to those um, i you know hats off to him again he doesn't have to do that I, yeah he's going to make some money off them but he did still he, he could have just released a load of supers at two and a half grand each and exactly made yeah money that way he, he's got an affordable version to allow people to, to start their journey with guitar yeah exactly uh, just, again hats off to the man yeah, for sure. Well, and you'll catch me on the BMG website just like drooling over that special and the waitlist, or you know, anyone who makes you know proper replicas of the red special, you'll catch me just like, oh my god, I wish I could just take out a mortgage to afford one of these, you know. And of course, you know, like I said, I have to be left-handed. So what was it? I think yeah. it was Andy who put up a left-handed red it was special. Was left on the recently. Oh, yep. God, I just. <laughs> cry i wish i could afford that <laughs> oh please <laughs> it's a beautiful instrument as well i was lucky when i um was up with andy he had it in the shop with him or in the workshop so oh my god it's nice to see it it's odd seeing it the wrong way around i know yeah but... i'm such a purist because i draw brian <laughs> in the red special so i look at my own guitar and i'm just like this isn't right <laughs> <laughs> still look but at yourself mine. in the mirror and then <laughs> So, I mean, can you remember when you learned Brian made his guitar? Was that like a wow, this guy is even more impressive, or or was it was it not such a a big thing for you? It really did. Like you had mentioned earlier, it was really like a rabbit hole. Like it, as soon as I, you know, it's like, oh my god, this guitar! I want to know more about it. <laughs> Wanting to know more about that guitar leads you <laughs> down a whole other world. <laughs> Um, yeah. 
and it's you know like the red special book you know when the uh you know the updated version came out i was yeah. dying to get my hands on it because i didn't have the original one right so oh my god when i got that i just devoured it front to back <laughs> in one sitting i was like oh my god all of this no, information great... which i want to say you know i knew quite a bit of it but even still you know these little tidbits i hadn't known or just seeing photos of you know different versions and prototypes and just oh my god that book is like my bible <laughs> it's it's a pretty good book simon did a great job working he with brian really on it did. hats off to simon oh my he, god i love he, it yeah no it's he in the i think the editions which are in the second edition of the the bohemian rhapsody story and mm -hmm. um some of the the work andy did to the red special back in 2016 i want to say but it might yeah. have been 17 now it's such you know it's what a great great thing to add to the book and oh, i guess yeah. for you having seen bohemian rhapsody the book would have come out with the second edition would have come out so uh, yeah it was kind up. of around the same time yeah and i was already like well into just you know yeah i'm i'm a brian may fan so i i was gonna get that book <laughs> anyway but i was especially excited for it because i was like oh this is everything i need and wanted to know and oh yeah i love it and honestly yeah. you know the collector in me i just want the first edition just to have like that's how much i love this book yeah. <laughs> well i'm sure someone listening might have one kicking around they might be able to please let me know message. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure somebody out there does so just quickly not just quickly but what are you playing at home at the moment you've got your left-handed bmg <laughs> tell us because the, the listeners will want to know what rig you're playing through uh <laughs> you're funny um honestly you know <laughs> well what? people are interested in these things i'm interested uh, i wouldn't ask if i wasn't i picked up this little vox pathfinder amp the other month yep so Good i choice. just have that it's really nothing special honestly i'm still fumbling my way through it so a lot of the times when i'm practicing i'm actually practicing without it plugged in <laughs> which i'm ashamed to admit but like that's how beginner i am i don't want to hear all of all of my mistakes amplified just yet but you know i'll occasionally plug it in and i'll be like oh yeah this, this, this sounds all right that, that's how an electric guitar is supposed to sound because <laughs> you, um, you are you playing with the sixpence or are you no unfortunately i wish uh i'm just playing with my fingers which i know i shouldn't be doing i shouldn't be teaching myself that i really should be teaching myself with a pick or sixpence um see i'm terrible i'm teaching myself all these bad habits <laughs> we'll have to have a chat outside the podcast i know Sarah. i'm sorry this is Set why you up. i was afraid you were gonna ask me this now you've outed me <laughs> <laughs> We set you up. We, we send, I'll send you some stuff, and then we'll get you some sixpences and yeah, I see what else do, I got kicking yeah. around. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, no, we'll, we will do that. I will. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. But so yeah, so you're not you're not at that point where you're comfortable playing turned up yet, which I understand. No. You know, yeah, we were all I, I'm still learning at one point. Yeah, like, and you know, I am reaching the point. You know, unplugged or not. Um, you know, where I'm, like, getting comfortable strumming along to, like, you know, 39 or, you know, I want it all or, like, you know, the White Queen riff and, you know, like, playing along with the chords of that and stuff. So, you know, I'm I'm getting somewhere, <laughs> but... Definitely sounds like it. I, I need, you know, I need some structure and I need to know, like, what I'm actually doing right, what I'm doing wrong, and... Uh, I don't know. It's something. <laughs> 
Well, there's some really helpful people in the forum that I'm sure if you posted up, yeah, or if anyone listens to this, build up the nerve. To, uh, <laughs> well, I'm sure some of the people we've mentioned, and you know how I'm gonna. Danny Gomez, for example, we were rock you, Spain. Danny Gomez, he's such a lovely chap. And oh yeah. Has I always complain about my playing, um, <laughs> and he's always offering to have a video call with me and give me some tips and tricks right. and then there's thomas brunkard from ireland as well he's he's always there to to give advice so yeah don't be afraid to reach out to these guys because yeah you might no i'm not gonna commit to anything you might see me try and upload something Ooh. yeah Good. it might take an army to help me out though <laughs> ah but yeah but that's what we're all there for you know ah. we love seeing people do well and and, and progressing and and passing our knowledge on that we've gained for all these years of not being able to talk to anyone about it. <laughs> yeah, true, true. <laughs> so yeah, we'll, we'll set you up. But um, I was going to go back to your drawings because obviously that's a massive part of you and and how I found you. And, you know, I can't remember how I found you, but I remember instantly going i need to like this page because there's some fantastic things coming up and one they're so fantastically drawn and two where'd you get the inspiration from to to do what you do because you're not just doing like a copy of brian in a photo you're, you're coming up with your own compositions of things and taking elements of various different parts of brian's personality and making some fantastic things well thank where you where does that come from um well, you know, so as a traditional artist, you know, the thing that helped me um, stand out quite a bit and what, I, what I've always been drawn to is working white on black. So, you know, most artists will start with a white surface, you know, it's just this, this intimidating white void of nothing. <laughs> and you have to commit with like a black mark or something on it. But working on, you know, a black surface or a black canvas, it's it's like this there's just so much potential there. And once you add white onto it, it's like you're you're shaping something out of it. You know, you're you're like rendering space in, you know, it's it's just much calmer and much more friendly to me. So working on black has always kind of helped me stand out a bit because everyone's like, oh, you work negative. That's interesting. I'm like, well, kind of, but it doesn't feel like that to me. It feels much more natural. Um, so I think that alone will always catch people first is just yeah. how I, it's just how I draw. Um, but with that applied to Brian, I don't know, something just happened and it's still happening. You know, I'm still exploring some different concepts, but you know, to fill out the background and to build things up with light and stars and to really just envelop my subject. And in this case, Brian, in just this, atmosphere of you know just oh wow like that's kind of what i'm after it's just this oh wow that's just beautiful so i hope well, with every doing piece, it. <laughs> that, that's what i try to aim for and you know i'm always experimenting with different you know colors and stuff i will always want to lean black and white but i force myself to do color because you know i need to get better with it so i'm always trying um but yeah that's I don't know, something just just worked out. It just happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 you know, yeah, I 
looking at your work at the minute and my screen. Oh. I wouldn't even know where to, I wouldn't even know where to begin personally <laughs> to to create something like that. It's, it's I mean, such a talent. Oh, thank you. It, it here's the thing, you know. It it also helps to, you know, work from a subject like Brian who's so diverse in the way he's been photographed. You know, there's a big there's a different energy with him on stage versus him just being photographed candidly or you know, that you any sort of mood <laughs> that I find myself in or that I want to evoke there's gonna be you know a reference for me to pull from and to just shape out from there right so like you said it's way more than just drawing a photo of brian i feel like most anyone can do that but for me it's really about evoking an emotion or a feeling or something i want to say something with my art and it just happens to be through the lens of brian <laughs> you know but that's that's my goal as an artist and you know i'm still trying i'm still exploring things you know i'm still you know it's it's a lifelong journey <laughs> yeah well, it's a fantastic one to have, have witnessed and watched and oh thank you, know, you. <laughs> it's um yeah no I, I, it's sometimes hard to find the words when i'm trying to be <laughs> genuine and not not chuckle too much um but no it's it's, it's just such great artwork and if anyone that's listening hasn't checked Sarah out, then I would suggest first going onto Instagram and looking up Sarah Rug because you know it's um yeah. Oh, thank you. And then come back and have a conversation because you're not going to be disappointed. <laughs> no, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm always trying to build up my portfolio. And you mentioned earlier, you know, even you know in the past year or so, you really can see like an improvement. And yeah, that's that's just it. Um, you know, I went from being a exclusively traditional artist for god like many many years and then it really only has been in the past like ooh, two years in november i've been working digital so it's under two years yeah. and so everything you see now is all digital and a lot of it is me still exploring the medium of digital art and so you know from the beginning of me starting digital up till now you can you can tell how when I start to get comfortable and when I start to explore different things and yeah it's fascinating even for me to look back just be like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it was always it's something I I'm just boring but something I talk about work quite a lot um, and wherever I've worked I'm always building something or making something or turning a team from one thing to another and one of the things I always do is make sure that we put a marker down as to where we were so that mm. in six months when we've achieved a load of stuff and something bad's happening or it feels like we're really stressed or there's loads going on mm -hmm. we've got we can turn around and have a look back at where we've come from and go wow actually we're not in a bad shape we're just having a bad week and exactly. we have achieved so much exactly it's so important to document where you've come from same with playing guitar mm -hmm. like you need to put that video out so in another 12 months you can put another <laughs> one out and go oh look how far i've come yeah yeah well, it's very humbling you know and i find a lot of artists i think you know creatives in general and be it you know musicians artists what have you we really do get in our heads about just comparing ourselves to others and just being like, oh, i'll never be that good i'll never be i'll never play as good as so and so i'll never draw as good as so and so and that's kind of natural but it can end up being more bad than good because it really is about your growth and how far you've come and it's so important to be humble about you know where you've started and to look back from time to time and just like take pride in 
the improvements that you have made you know and so as an artist you know if i see someone just really like oh my god you know i can't i can't draw this right now or i'm so frustrated or oh my god i'm not improving as quickly as i would like you're gonna strain a muscle if you force yourself to improve like it takes time like you don't want to burn out you gotta be patient with yourself and let skills develop naturally and so it really is like just just breathe just you know <laughs> let things happen and then look back and you you will see improvement over time and that's why you know like i'll you know make fun of myself with how bad i am at guitar still because i know i have a long way to go but i am not blind to how last year i <laughs> i struggled to put on the guitar strap and <laughs> you know like <laughs> i've come a ways good no it's, it's so important to remember and it's yeah it's it's a mental health and mm -hmm. and yeah, all that's the, huge. those challenges that, that can come around with wanting to create something and the pressure one we all yeah. put on ourselves which is always where pressure comes from yeah um, is so difficult to deal with so just like you said give yourself a break and yeah that's remember so huge. where you come from yeah yeah very i didn't think we'd come on to that today sarah no it's not usually a very i get very deep topic, and philosophical when yeah. i talk about art and stuff you've got me into my my teacher brain now <laughs> no it's good uh, there's so many things around like not comparing yourself to others and being mm -hmm. kind to yourself and there's such fundamental things that you can do and and practice in your own life towards yourself that then yeah. you know if you're looking after yourself in that way you're you find that when you're doing other things with other people that you're so much happier or in a better place to be able to, to serve them and help them and when you're doing something you're in a better place and you get a better result it's, yeah exactly it's, exactly uh, yeah so just yeah. you know stay humble stick with it you know and just yeah let things happen and you know, you'll see improvement and you know even for me you know where i'm at i'm always you know i'm very humble about where i'm at now and I'm still trying to improve. I never let myself get too comfortable with things, you know, like I don't want to um, be stuck in a rut or delude myself into thinking, well, this is as good as I'll ever be. No, I don't believe in that really. I always believe in like, I always want to try and push myself, even if it's just a little bit. And even if other people might not notice, you know, I want to challenge myself a little bit and just take these steps out of my comfort zone and see where that will take me. Because if I hadn't, say, started working on black way back in high school, who knows what I'd be doing, right? Would I still have yeah. found it? Or, you know, if, if I let that intimidate me or if I thought I was as good as I would be in high school, you know, I wouldn't be where I am today. Definitely. So, and yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. if you hadn't gone from making Comic-Con pictures to doing brian may <laughs> you also you know you had to just do it and see exactly it yeah sometimes you know it doesn't make much sense sometimes it <laughs> sounds a little backwards <laughs> yeah i went from this really vast you know comic book conventions to brian may doesn't sound like a leap forward <laughs> but for me it was <laughs> it definitely was i was going to ask you sarah about your instagram because it I, I started following you and then I go through this thing of every now and again I turn Instagram off because I find I spend too much time on it and then I'm not practicing guitar or thinking about the podcast or doing all the other things I've got to do like go to work or look after my children and, and all that so every now and again I turn it off and then I'll come back to it and 
I didn't really cotton on to the fact that not only were you posting up all your own personal artwork of, of Brian, but you were sharing artwork from other people that you must follow that draw Brian. And I just thought, what a fantastic thing to do to not only promote yourself and try and like spread your message, but also to spread other people's works that you that you enjoyed. <laughs> and not many people would do that. Yeah. Um, that's just... God, you know, I'm so happy that you noticed. And, you know, I think a lot of people have picked up on that's just what I do. But that's that's always been me. And you could say that's the teacher in me. But I've always loved just celebrating communities. And so even before I was, as you'd say, like known in the community, which is hard for me to say out loud. <laughs> but even before people knew who I was, I was sharing artists and just sharing artwork that I loved. And God, I just love just putting up art because I can't believe how just talented and creative and productive this community is. It blows me away like every day to just see how much is made. And, you know, I'll <laughs> I'll take like maybe a few days off a year <laughs> of sharing art. <laughs> Um, but almost every day I'm in there and I'm sharing and it's just, God, it's my favorite thing in the world to at the end of the day, just like look at what everyone has made and put it up there and feature it, you know, because it's just, God, it's so cool. And I have so much artwork from this community in my house. It's, I want to say a problem, but it's a good problem. <laughs> um, I just... God, I love every creator in this community so, so much. But yeah, just, God, it's my favorite thing. <laughs> no, it's a lovely thing to do. And I, you know, made, it's one of those things where I, I was aware of what you were doing and I liked what you were doing and I liked your artwork, but I really then liked you because <laughs> of that fact. It made me just think, oh, this is someone that, that gets life and gets gets things and is on the same page as me not not that i go around sharing stuff but like <laughs> if i met you i would like you sort of thing because you're doing the right thing <laughs> well and i think also it factors into you know i you know i really don't lead much of an interesting life like i i kind of have a hard time talking about myself and stuff so you know i don't share a lot of personal things on my instagram occasionally i'll put up a q a you know just to talk to people because it can be fun but there's really not much to me kind of what you see is what you get so I would rather you know focus the lens on other people and introduce people who follow me to new artists who you know they might love and enjoy um because you know I, I have a hard time talking about myself <laughs> you know <laughs> as opposed to what the uh, timestamp on this podcast might say <laughs> as I'm talking ear <laughs> off but it, you know I don't really like talking about myself that much I should say that <laughs> no i think i am hoping that the this is not feeling too difficult for you then because no it's nice it's some... i maybe i should actually talk about myself I a think, little bit more often <laughs> i think you should there's a the thing about being too humble and not not celebrating yourself as well yeah and go too too far the other way and not not think of yourself as being good <laughs> and not think of yourself in a you know brian i think is um it's a quote from I don't think it's a quote, but I remember um watching a either a documentary or a short on the Bohemian Rhapsody film and Brian and Roger were sat watching 
the band perform the Live Aid set. Mm-hmm. I think Brian went to talk to Gwillem and said, you have to go and imagine, like, when we were doing this, we we were, we thought we were it. We, you know, you, you need a certain cockiness around you to, yeah. to perform. And that's definitely something that Brian's also very good at. He's, he's very humble, but he's also very, when he knows he's right, he and yeah, he knows he's very good stuff. at yeah, switching it on and just, yeah, I'm Brian May. And, <laughs> and, and that that's something that that I know I need to learn. And it sounds like it's something you do too. Yeah, you're that's very a good. very good point. You're right. I think we all need that little like rock star switch. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just striving to be better, I think, and making sure that you, you know, you've not been hard on yourself. You're, you're being humble, but you're also aware of, of the difference that you are making and how good you are so that you you don't undersell yourself yeah well i think as an artist i'm i'm chronically underselling myself you know it's (laughs) (laughs) that's a problem i've always had but yeah i i do kind of and i'm starting to take a bit of pride i say a bit but you know i'm starting to learn that like yeah okay i can be proud of how far i've come i'm just so aware of everyone else and i want everyone else to feel so loved that it can be hard to kind of admit like yeah this is where i'm at and i'm really happy with where I'm at right now. I'm so hyper aware of everyone else. (laughs) Uh, It's very, I'm very conflicted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're in, I, I, one of the things I asked you, because obviously I prepare a little bit for the podcast, just so I know what we're going to talk about (laughs) and make sure that my guests are well, well versed in the sorts of things we're likely to talk about. Um, One of the questions I asked you was if you had a favorite piece of artwork and you told me no you don't you have five approximately at the moment that was just at the time i just pulled the first five i was like yeah i was really happy with this so this was a benchmark yeah it's around five but yeah i can't just pick one well that's good because that's you know you're very at least there's five decent things that you've done that you're proud of but (laughs) i'm gonna link those (laughs) but i'm gonna link those five in the description so if people want to know what Sarah thinks at the time of recording <laughs> is her five favorite pieces of artwork, you can head on over to her Instagram through the links in the podcast and have a look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of which five of those were. I was really, <laughs> I think I know, I know what they were. They're very, and... those, those five were pretty, pretty special to me. And I think a lot of them were just kind of benchmarks for me in terms of, you know, confidence and improvement with what i was doing those five stand out yeah i think so i think the lovely pieces that you've chosen so looking oh. forward to sharing them <laughs> with everyone else so they know which your five are but you, you talked a little bit about um every now and again you go on instagram live and do a q a and you featured on someone else's insta tv this oh, week oh god <laughs> Whose was that, Sarah? Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm getting flustered just remembering it. All right. So, you know, there's a person we may or may not know in this community. I think his name is Brian May, something like that. And, um... Oh, right. Brian May. I've not heard of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you might have heard of like him. a nice chap. Yeah. Um, on the 6th of August, he <laughs> went live on Instagram for, it was about seven hours. He was live. It was all day, but it totaled about seven hours. He, he um he was taking uh one to one calls and uh me being such a silly goose I was like nah 
I'll submit a request. I'm not going to get picked. There's hundreds of people <laughs> getting picked. And then all of a sudden, in under 10 seconds, I cannot stress this enough. I think it was like five seconds. I get a notification on my phone. Brian May for real has uh, requested you to join him live. Something like that. And I was like, oh, my God. My heart stopped. And... Um, <laughs> My hands would not stop shaking, and I went live with uh, Brian on Instagram for about two and a half minutes, and it was terrifying. <laughs> you could, I mean, I was watching. Um, I didn't watch the whole thing all day, but I think yeah, I no, tuned it was seven in hours. You have time. to be insane. <laughs> I've watched the highlights and the bits I wanted, but I, your camera was very shaky. I would <laughs> would add for for a while anyway. <laughs> I didn't have anywhere to stabilize it. I was, oh God. Yeah, you could see my nerves in real time. Just like I couldn't steady my own camera. I was so terrified. Oh my God. But that was, that was fun. I look back and I wish I could have just taken a deep breath. But my defense is Instagram did not give me a lot of time to compose myself. Okay. I... <laughs> yeah. One second I was just watching and the next I was on. That was terrifying. So is, is that the first time you've ever spoken to Brian? Uh, face to face like that, yeah. That's why he was like, yeah. "There you are, face to face. There you are, for real." I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> um, you'd think I'd be less nervous given I've I have talked to him before. <laughs> you know, we've yeah. had quite a bit of communications back and forth. Uh, so you'd think I'd be a bit more chill, but uh, it kind of hits different when you're, you know, looking at him face to face and oh hi. <laughs> <laughs> were you aware that there'd be I mean one, I'm, if it was me I'd have been like oh my I'm talking to Brian May and oh my it's being recorded and put on his TV <laughs> for everyone else to see Yeah, it didn't did that come that, into your mind or was it yeah there are thousands of people watching this interaction uh, in that moment didn't help matters <laughs> uh, and I was hyper aware of how shaky I was so that also didn't help it just kind of compounded <laughs> I think he. It wasn't just him either, was it? It was Ariel yeah, and Ariel uh, and Talia. Talia. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Was what a lovely thing he chose to speak to you, and he he gave us an insight into something, um, which you're going to talk about a bit more now, and that's that you had been sending him some artwork, and he decided to. You tell the story. You'll know far better. Oh than well. <laughs> On his Instagram live, Brian decided to uh, pre-divulge his words. Uh. We've been working on a little project together for the past small eternity, it feels like, but for <laughs> the past, uh, I'll say half a year properly. Um, we are putting out a book together. <laughs> uh, it's a little art book of my artwork, uh, obviously. <laughs> I had sent him back in November um, a collection of my art. And if you look back at my Instagram feed, what I was doing in November, you know, that's where it was at then. You can only imagine where it's at now. But yeah. he loved that book so, so much. He wouldn't stop. <laughs> he wouldn't stop bringing it up. He would keep emailing me. He's just like, Sarah, this book, it's so lovely. Like, we need to do something with this. Like, you should publish it. Maybe I can help. And I'm like, Brian, I can't. <laughs> like, thank you. But oh, my God. And it's like, no, really. Like, we should do something with this. And who am I to say no? right like no Definitely. brian may i will not do this like hello <laughs> um yeah so it was all his idea the only thing i did was i just sent him a little gift of my art because i you know wanted to send him something and 
here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm mind blown. Yeah, I, I still can't go. I can't, still can't wrap my head around it. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you still working on the on it at the moment, or is it? Finalized? It is all Maybe done it... uh, as of right now, as it stands. Uh, we've just sent off the uh, more, you know. Uh, what do I what would I call it? The more widely distributed versions are yeah. to the printers, so it's almost finished in production. But hopefully, it should be up by the end of the month. I'm not sure exactly what date yet, but sometime in August it should be out. <laughs> Maybe by the time Is you're that... listening, it's out. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, well, that'd be that would be uh, handy, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Yeah, if, uh, yeah, it'll be out soon. Um, there'll be two versions. There's gonna be. Um, a really nice fancy like premium edition exactly like the one that i sent him um yep. and it'll be signed by myself and by brian highly exclusive Perfect. the price is set by brian so don't get mad at me when you all see it <laughs> and then there'll be a more you know widely available hardback version um and all of the profits are split 50 50 uh between myself and the save me trust so oh, profits go to uh donations to the save me trust as well which is great <laughs> And where is that going to be? Just how will we be able to know about it, Sarah? And um, where will we be able to buy it and all of that good stuff? I'm sure Brian will share it. Yeah, but... yeah. There will be an actual announcement proper, uh, hopefully sometime soon. But from what I know, it will be on Queen Online. So QOL for sure, for sure. And I'm pretty sure it will also be available on uh, LSC, the London Stereoscopic Company website too, because we uh, have some of my stereo drawings in there. Oh, and amazing. So the uh, LSC is the actual publisher of the book which is uh -huh. insanely cool. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, so those two for sure. And I'm not sure of anywhere else. Maybe Amazon. I can't I can't say for sure. But QOL okay. for sure, for sure. Definitely need to check that out. And if you can prod me just before you know it's coming, so I can Yeah, sure for I'm sure. I'll let you know exactly please. the date. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, how awesome is that, though? Not only have you devoted your last few years of fantastic artwork to the man he's then said thank you and made you make a book with him <laughs> it's yeah i this is where i have a hard time just you know being kind of proud of my accomplishments and just be like yeah i did that but i really did do that like that this really is happening <laughs> like he really did of all of the artists in this community of whom i love and of whom he loves he he didn't have to do this you know he didn't have to you know pull me or do anything he could have just been oh, this is a lovely book sir thank you very much like that could have just ended there and i would have been happy but yeah all of this is so surreal and it really is like a dream come true and once i have it you know in my hands i think maybe then it'll hit me because it still feels like a dream you know it's yeah like who I think in any medium you're working in to work with someone like Brian on anything is just like, oh my God, like I, I wish I could just, you know, make something with him. And so for me to have this opportunity, it's not lost on me. My God. <laughs> yeah, I'm speechless. I don't have any words. I'm so grateful to him and I can't <laughs> wait for everyone to see it. I really hope that people like it. It's, it's to kind of released in tandem with his Back to the Light re-release. It's sort of a postscript to celebrate it. Um, yeah. And it's kind of the best of my artwork at the time, you know, sort of from the beginning of my bright art 
journey up until about May or June, I think is when it cuts off. And so, you know, it's best of my art, <laughs> volume one. <laughs> I was going to say, sounds like uh, you're pitching volume two at the moment. Maybe. <laughs> on... We'll see. We'll see. God, my God. I have no idea. I'm not going to hold my breath. I, I was, I didn't even know this would be a thing. So. I definitely say you can, when the book arrives and you've got it in your hand and it says it's your book and yeah. made with Brian May and published by the London Stereoscopic Company. Yeah. You should definitely have a little swagger in your walk that day. Oh my God, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> remind yourself what you've achieved through hard work, dedication, believing in yourself and doing your thing because, wow, what a what a oh story. Yeah, no, it's very surreal. Definitely um, <laughs> definitely a highlight of my, my career as an artist. I'm probably the peak. <laughs> yeah. For the moment. For the moment, say. yeah, no, <laughs> this is as good as it's been. Because, you yeah. know, you started playing guitar a year ago. Who knows where that'll be in a couple oh, of Jesus. years' time. You... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Up on stage with Brian in in, in America playing along. Oh. <laughs> no, awesome, Sarah. That's, wow. I can't wait to see it. And, um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know what to say now, but... <laughs> what I was gonna, one thing I wanted to tell you was, you have a, a role to play in the podcast, and I just wanted to say thank you to you for that because when I first put this together, um, I one of the people listening said, "Can you put it on YouTube so that they can listen?" Because they didn't have Spotify or Apple Music, so okay, that makes sense. So put, I think it was the second episode I put up on YouTube, and I got a little notification in my YouTube app to say someone had commented, and I went and had a look, and it was you, <laughs> and I was like oh my god someone i like and respect and think is a fantastic artist has listened to some of my ramblings and had taken the time out of their day to not only listen but to comment blimey this is is, this is worth doing this is i should continue with this because so thank you (laughs) no my god well thank you for putting it up because you know on the other side of the screen you know i saw I think it was in my like youtube recommendations or something but i saw it paying up and i was like oh my god podcast like red special podcast like what the heck this is so niche this is so me this is exactly what i needed like so on the other side of the screen i was freaking out and i like had turned around to my husband i was like oh my god there's a podcast that just it literally just they talk about the guitar and they talk about brian oh my god this is perfect (laughs) so i genuinely was like so excited to see something like this come up and so to be on it now i'm like oh my god (laughs) wow yeah. Well, thank you for for posting that up because it, it gave me that I was in two minds like is this going to work is it not is it worth doing and it, no it just well, really, I'm so yeah, happy you did because well now look I mean heck talking to Ariel and Andy and Simon Bradley and <laughs> all of the members of the community yeah. and oh my god I'm really glad you stuck yeah. with it <laughs> it's not been too bad a journey and I've got to speak to you so you know it's uh Oh, another gosh. person on my list of people to speak to or or interact with um that i respect and like so yeah oh thank you <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything else that you can or cannot tell us going on after this book coming out or is that all you are at liberty to talk about at the moment oh my god well really it's uh god there's been so much energy in that book that's that's it for me for now 
Uh, it's just back to my usual, uh, you know, just making art, <laughs> posting it up, sharing artists. Uh, <laughs> I got one thing. <laughs> um, but no, that's really all I'm doing. Uh, I can't. Yeah, I can't think of much else, honestly. And also just counting down the days until uh, the Rhapsody Tour starts up again next year. And hopefully yeah. I can uh, be at those shows. I'm looking forward to that. Definitely. And I think I'm going to say obviously you'd be welcome to come and join us at the uk red special meetup in october oh, i hope but, i can um, be there one yeah i would love to come to one of the meetups i you know i might not have much to contribute but i'll just be standing there with a big smile on my face listening to everyone <laughs> yeah, you just... would i mean everyone is welcome and it doesn't matter whether you bring nothing but a smile or uh, all the gear in the world everyone is welcome and <laughs> yeah there is hopefully. one in the there is one in the u.s as well um there was one in phoenix arizona just before the covid pandemic mm-hmm. um which isn't as well i don't know where you are this time well, i'm hiding up in canada up here so <laughs> yeah yeah not a, yeah. a bit more accessible so, in the states than overseas but you know i'll travel anywhere for anything super cool like that oh yeah hopefully i can come to one of the meetups definitely you definitely need to because i think it'd be great to have you along and um <laughs> and see some of your work and actually get to say hello and yeah yeah no it'd be cool to meet everyone so sarah thank you so much for agreeing to talk to me tonight um about your story it's been fantastic chatting to you and i wish you all the best for the book coming out and can't wait to see it please do let me know before it comes out so i can make sure i'm there ready to hit purchase (laughs) (laughs) and um yeah thanks so much for sharing your story with us it's been it's been great well, thank you so much for having me. This has been wonderful. You you stay safe. Yeah, you as well. You soon. <laughs> Cheers, Sarah. Cheers. And that was Sarah Rugg. Thank you so much to you for everything that you do on Instagram for Brian and other artists, Sarah. And thanks so much for spending some time chatting to me on the podcast. I had so much fun. And I've been smiling while sat here editing it as well. Um, Brian's actually released the book this week, so he pipped us to the post on the podcast coming out and then us being able to talk about the book before it coming out. So well done, Brian. And um, well done to you. I think the limited edition version sold out within minutes and it looks like sales are going really well. I've got my copy on order, so I can't wait to get the book and have a look through and then uh, send you some messages about that. But thanks again so much for being on the on the podcast. And I also want to say thanks again to the patrons. You guys rock. You were mentioned in the podcast by me to Sarah and I really couldn't do it without you. Um, Thanks so much for your continued support of the podcast and helping out. If anyone's interested in in what being a patron of the podcast means, then please head over to our website, www.redspecialguitarpodcast.com. No www's at the front, just redspecialguitarpodcast.com. Have a look at support us. It takes you straight to our Patreon page and you can see how you can help me out or help us out with making sure that the podcast lives on and grows and gets more guests and more information and that's pretty much it for me this week thanks so much for listening everyone it's um great fun putting this together i love the fact you guys listen to it and get in touch and tell me how much you enjoy it um yeah we've got the red special meetup coming up in october um please check on the website again for details there's a link there you can go and pre-purchase the ticket to attend it's the only way you can attend this year is with a pre-bought ticket and um yeah keep safe everyone and i'll catch you in the next one (laughs) 